Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This week on Up to 90, we talk to... Tom O'Mahony. Or do you not call yourself Tom Bear O'Mahony? No, everybody else does. Okay. Yeah. Now, Tom <laughs> the Bear... Oh, Matney. I always think it's like the bear. It reminds me of the null. Why do we have, why do we have it, the it, the there? It stuck from, I don't know why this, this stuck there, but it it was an old, old nickname from years ago, just from being, it was a silly thing in school where we were finding out, in primary school, we were finding out the original meaning of our names. And people were, oh, you know, and yes. O'Mahony went all the way back to Anvachen being the bear. Yeah. And that just stuck then with boys in primary school, not because I was hairy or had big teeth or anything like, but it was just... But isn't it amazing how the nickname suits you so much, Tom? <laughs> like, honestly, of all the comedians, like, other than my little bear at home, who we always have to mention in every podcast, poor old Fred, I mean, you are, I mean, I, I mean, you are the bear, O'Mahony. It just suits you so much. Uh, Tom is an absolutely fantastic comedian. Emma's very excited because Hello. she's got... I'm here an now. Absolutely, I mean... <laughs> This it's is ridiculous, like the biggest scone I've ever seen in my life. Okay, I'm going to admit this now. Um, while Julie and Tom were chatting, I went into the kitchen in Head Stuff Studios. I said to Paddy first, I said, Paddy, is there any... Hi, Paddy. <laughs> Hi, Paddy. How are you, Paddy? I said to Paddy, is there any butter in the fridge? And Paddy looked up at the shelf behind him for some reason and then said, you'll have to check the fridge. And I was like, oh, grand, thanks. I went and checked the fridge and there was a little tub of jam that I've now stolen. So apologies for that. Jamming. But you know I what? Hope you like you know well, nobody too. brought that that thing in from home, that little thing no, you're after getting. That's exactly. now that came with somebody else's scone and they didn't want oh it. Oh my god. That's Emma, this is just I'll... this is like <laughs> bending down thinking you found a fiver and discovering it's twenty euro. Like this is actual free jam. Now there was This the, never happens. There was in the fridge as well, there was um a little Thing of butter as well. It was Lola. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Oh, oh, that stop. Don't want to burn To be fair, the scones, the, the scones, you know yourself, they are full of butter anyway. So Yeah, that's true. But they're, just, they're super value's finest. Cow, okay, well, now let's not, you know, as Emma would say, burn any other brands because we're also <laughs> quite fond of, I mean, I like a Marks and Spencer scone, I'm Tesco, tip, I, I'm Aldi tip, I was going to go to Avoca for you. But there was too much traffic oh, trying to get in. For God's sake, you're looking to buy a new car, Tom. You couldn't be going to Avoca for a scone. Are you messing? Did you see that there's a new Avoca, by the way, out kind of near Blanche? Am I wrong? Did I imagine really? that? 
there's get in touch, listener, but I do think so they have bought the, what was the old fox hunter on the Lucan Road. They oh, bought that. Oh yes. But I don't know if they're going moving in there. But they, Maybe that's the hand weavers one is just up the road from us, and they have. While there's a lot of tosseries art of people walking around there, they do make exceedingly good cakes. Oh well, I mean the scones. Oh yeah, are just. And I remember back in my Weight Watchers days, I think a scone and a vodka is like your, it's like your calories. Oh, you're the done for the day. day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the, <laughs> so the rest of your family. That's it. Nobody's eating in the house. That's it. I've had a scone, lads. Nobody's getting that to eat. The kids are done. Up to 90. Up to 90. Up to 90. With Emma and Julie. Thomas a hilarious comedian. He's also doing a play at the moment. Uh, we will talk about it at the end, but do you want to just shout out the name of the play as Defending well, Defending the Caveman. I mean, it looks fantastic. It's been going well. It has, yeah. It's been going. We're going now two weeks, and um, part of, of five weeks of a tour. And it's been going great. Yeah, great. Like, Fuck unbe- you and your success. Okay, moving <laughs> what's, on. What's the... What's the... Oh, yeah, the premise. What's the, pr- what's the premise? I was going to say, what's it's, the it, it, Do you know what? The name is kind of a bit of a red herring. Explaining yeah. the Caveman. And explaining the cave woman too. Okay, so within us all. Within kind of, us all. Okay, yeah. And I swear to God, it's not, at first I was kind of going, oh, I don't know, has that kind of been done before? But what we've done with it, and you can see everybody is going, ah, oh yeah. And everybody's just elbowing each other going, I do that shit. And even though I know that's almost Jerry Seinfeld style comedy, we're like, so what's the deal with? And it is, but we've, we've crafted it to sound a bit more modern or whatever but it is that's exactly it it's finding out why we do what we do and exactly why we do it because okay. and it, almost no changes from when we're wandering around licking rocks for sustenance I mean I still lick the you're from rock. Dingle though oh well you know oh. I mean, come here to me what was I going to say My Tom name I'm actually really glad that Emma um, asked you that because I thought the play was about something totally different. What did you think it was about? I just kind of thought it was like a macho man no. coming out about women. That, and that's why. Well, that's why I wanted to ask. That's why. The, thank you, that's Emma. why the, thank God the name is kind of a killer. The, the name is kind of a killer. To be honest, with you. I, if I'd give anything, only it's owned by the rights of a, of a chap in America who's making colossal amounts of money every year because okay. this has been in forty odd different countries. But um, the name should be kind of. Explain, explain in the cave folk is what it should be. But I think it's enough of a name to get me intrigued and to want to find out about it. And yeah, the poster you, as well. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. does draw you in to kind of want to know, oh, hang on, what's this all about? So you're on tour at the moment, Tom. I'm on tour at the moment, yeah. No, the oh, 90s, Jesus, Tom. Lad, sorry. No, Emma, don't fucking say it. What's wrong? Is it going to Don't off? fucking say it. There's mould at the bottom of the tub. No, there's mould at the top. Oh, But Jesus. now, is that mould or is that a sticker kind show of... Me, show me, show me, show me. Tom will know. I, I Tom think will that's, fucking know. That's mould. That's mould. Oh, yeah. for fuck's sake. Tom, you knew it was mouldy, no, Tom. That's why you said no to the scone. Oh, you you'll be a long time bastard. learning off me, I tell you. You'll be all the time learning off me. Listen, I didn't bring the shag Emma, and jam. I, I brought fresh scones. Sick. Ye contaminated them yourselves. The way Tom looked at the tub, it was like okay, a doctor. I'm going to move my three yeah, other scones away from the tub. Oh, <laughs> it was just like the delivery, everything. Oh. I knew what he was going to say. But you know, I, I'll give you, I'll you, know, give you both you some time. You would be that doctor. If there was one foot. Man, you were going to stop in the street and ask about t- moldy things. I'd be the man you'd ask. And, but you, no, you're fine. Sh- yeah. Jam is 50% would you sugar. Eat it would never jam? Go- I'd eat anything. Jam. Would you? I've yeah. ate sandwiches of mold. Would you mold, mold, moldy bread, though? You'd penicillin. draw the line. Penicillin. Natural penicillin. 
is where mould mold was formed, first day. Really? Yeah, it's not as bad as for you as you think. Once you build up an old constitution like me. I would eat, I mean, country, I tell my Tanel, I tell me Tanel blue cheese is pretty good. But there you go. There you, you go. Are chatting away. I'm just here munching on the mouldy jam. Oh, you're jam. still eating the mouldy jam. Come mm. here. So the nineties jam. Mm. It's lovely. Obviously, you were just a newborn. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us. Um. So the nineties. What was going on? Nineties and tip. Were you a failure, man? That was, was that no, before that your time. No, that was just ahead of my time. Okay. Yeah. It would have been just ahead of my time. Okay. What year um, was that? Ninety-four. I think it was ninety-four. Ninety-four. That would have would've put me. At, it would have put me about. 13 okay. you know what I mean so just yeah. a bit too just young. a touch too young but in saying that then things you grew up very quickly where I was from like like genuinely I was driving at 7 driving a car I believe at, yeah. it Tom Absolutely. like you grew up very very quickly you had to learn things as I talked about it before there wasn't a man to fix the thing so you had to learn skills very quickly men and women needed to know how to weld the gate how to you know mend well, the car and whatnot. the, the queen okay. is a mechanic which queen? The Queen of England, Tom. No. You honestly, I don't lie because you know she during the war, old Land Rovers too, which I'm yes, kind of impressed and by. And during the war, yeah. you know the way the women had to train up and stuff because all the men were away. Yeah. So in an act of solidarity, she went off and she said, "Right, I'm going to learn about cars." So she's a trained mechanic. <laughs> That's a hundred percent true. Can you imagine the Queen calling down to her place and she all of She's got page Land three Rover. stuck all over the wall. <laughs> It's my dream to get on page three. I still think it could happen. Is page three still the same? I don't know. Is it? Is it? No, there's the oak from the nineties. Page three. I I don't think it it hardly is. is. You you do. I think you do still have something kind of glam, but it's not nude. It's not the smut that it used to be. Yeah, it's not nude. But it's always struck me as being very strange. It was always like for Wimbledon, she'd have a racket. You know what I mean? Like it was just always because I can remember. It was always topical. Yeah, it was. I was working Mm. Garvey's um, in Dingle. That's what it was important about it, that it was topical. It was topical. It was was always very pertinent. Katie from Sheffield loves blinks. And and like they'd have a quote from Katie's or Kathy or whatever the fuck her name was. They'd be like, Kathy would be like, I think dogs are a good thing. Like, you know what I mean? But But I can remember working in Carby's Jingle and I was working with... um, uh, a friend well I was working with a couple of lads um, who I'm still reasonably friendly with but um, Jack Dooley was working in Dingle at the time and we used to there was like a, a counter I don't know it was with Jack that I was always having this conversation but there was this girl who was 15 this is how gross I remember oh, being no, totally freaked dude. out about British <gasps> page 3 girls because she was 15 so legally they, she couldn't go topless till she was 16 and there was a fucking countdown now it could have been Jack it could have been Pierce Leahy that I was like following this countdown with I'm not quite sure who there's loads of these countdowns though but it Excuse was me? so disgusting so they had a gro- they had a countdown so each week she tro- show a little bit more oh and then the day God. of her 16th birthday it was Jesus. like here are my titties and how wrong is that I I swear to God. That, I mean, that was that. Was actually kind of, and that I, was the late '90s, early '90s. I'm not one of these virtue signalers, but that's that's actually it's not horrible. That's giving me a pain in my teeth. Yeah, yeah. the idea. But Emma, you remember those? That's straight yeah. up pedo, like well, Charlotte I, Church. Do you remember that? Well, I remember the, the they had a big running thing about Charlotte Church. Yeah, waiting for her to turn, and then the, she got the rear of the year and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does strike me every so often. You do get shocked because, especially like I speak to American friends who, you for the first time they meet, you know, they go to England and in in America, so many parts of it, they just quite think Mary Poppins cups of tea and all the rest. I of it. know, and that's the image they get. And then they go there, and all of a sudden they go to some place like Hull, and they're like, "What? 
what happened? This this yeah. is not this is not the the notion we've been. Well, told. they're probably thinking it's Southern England. You know what I mean? No, I always think Northern England is like a different country again. Yeah. No, it? but really? still, I think England as a whole, they have a very um, well, like no more than ourselves, but it's just different. They have a, a strange relationship with sex. Yeah, ours is different, but theirs is kind of like there's a kind of a childlike kind of a weird like giggly giggly. It's almost it. like, and then we're just a bit more su- suppressed. It kind of nearly need alcohol. That's actually very true. Kind of reminds me of nearly, you know, like the whole Japanese attitude to sexuality. That there's almost this kind of infantilizing kind of yeah. element, but then also it's still quite seedy. Like when it comes to things like that. And then, you know, Sue, what's the name? Is it Sue Perkins was the comedian? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She actually went to Japan and she was on, she was on something there last week and she was saying, having gone to Japan, that she thought this whole like schoolgirl, you know, obsession Creepy-ish. in Japan was like super seedy. But then she said that she went to an event and she was like, it was so weird because it was actually not sexual. That like actually the whole fet- kind of fetish thing is not inherently sexual. And she did a whole thing on it, which surprised me. But in saying that, I would still kind of view almost that kind of, it's like similar to the English thing, whereby it is almost this kind of weird, as you say, giggly, giggly. Yeah. But still kind of gross. So I'm just checking. We are about, how long? We're a few minutes into the podcast. And as is tradition, is we've subjected Tom to sexuality in the 90s. <laughs> It always comes back to tits. It always comes back to tits, Tom. Just in case you haven't been listening. Um, So, Jamelia didn't get this. So listen, you were mad into the page three girls. Okay, so Tom was into the the page three girls. I wanted to ask Tom a question. Yeah. Why were you driving when you were seven? Like, were you actually driving a car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't Christ. do an awful lot of driving on the roads, but I remember mm-hmm. the very first car because I got that to... would be madness. I wanted, to, <laughs> I wanted to drive. My parents said, what would you like for your communion? What would you like to do for your communion? Did you want to go go-karting? Do you want to... What would you like to do? And I went, mm. I'd love to drive to my own communion. And oh, they were like... Stop They were like, oh, Tom, we... It can't happen. Like, it just... It can't... It, but it's, I saw country roads to the church. It'll be like four miles. Come on. Right. Okay. No. So you you can't you can't you you can't even though you're dressed like a little adult you cannot drive to your own communion. I remember being I'm so just disappointed. Imagining Mini Tom dressed as a 1970s Harlem pimp <laughs> driving to his own communion. Page three. Page three. What was that movie? Do you remember that movie Bugsy Malone where they were shooting yes. ice cream at each other? I found that film so creepy. I haven't. Was that a? Was that not? Was that? Jodie Foster. Was she in Jody that? Jodie Foster, yeah. yeah. I just found it for, again, we're like just, it's like, let's dress the kids up like adults and it's just, um, make them do adult things. It's just, <laughs> no, not for me. You're just sitting there munching on your skull with your arms folded. Just, no. so such a voontour. Such a voontour. Look at her. subbing right? again. Back subbing again. Told to fuck off three times in the last 48 hours. Wow. And that's just Fred. <laughs> then you go to school. Oh, stop. So I probably have reverted back to my moon tour self. Um, so they didn't let you drive to your No, they didn't. But I learned, the car I learned to drive in was, it was a company called Datsun. They were pre-Nissan. Okay. And it was a Datsun Cherry. And you could start it with a flathead screwdriver. My friend who was always up to mischief, Robert, he was like, come on, let's try and drive this thing. And then in fairness to his brother, it was probably a bit irresponsible of him, but he was in his like twenties. He went, "Do you know what? If you're going to drive it, I better show you how to drive it." Okay. So he got us a bunch of the cushions, and and uh, 
we sl- it slid right up the front. He basically just taught us how to drive stick shift. We just drove around for weeks and weeks on end around okay. fields. And he had, they had a very large farm, so you could drive quite literally for farm hours. Farm envy. I love the way you said that they had a, they had a oh, very they had. large farm. Oh, so how yeah. long has Robert been in prison for? Hey, Robert's actually a very successful civil's company in, oh! in Australia. Yeah. I love how the word mischief was used. Like to me, mischief was I, like nicking yeah. a few biscuits out of the press or something. Yeah. Like starting a car with a screwdriver, like a little, little bit of mischief. Yeah, well, like I mean, it was just you know, it was just uh, country lads. You know, we had to do what we had to. It was, okay. There was no badness in it. Now, is what would, I'm saying, like you know, would you have watched television? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Okay, I did. Not a lot, but I did was like. Was there telly. any? Was there any show you veered towards in the nineties? I suppose well, we should really mention the 90s. Yeah. I loved Saved by the Bell. Coming home from school for Saved by the Bell. I loved it. But you probably definitely covered Who Saved by the Bell. Who was your favourite in Saved by the Bell? And then I, we're going to dissect what <laughs> you come up with. I think it was probably we'll probably Slater, I'd say. Slater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're was, such a Slater, aren't it was you? Just, yeah, it was yeah. just cooler. Like, and he sat backwards on chairs and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Always sat backwards on chairs. I was watching chairs. this YouTube um, video recently, you know, about the whole, like, yeah, that Slater, the way he uh, made misogyny just so funny. <laughs> you know, it was all like Jesse coming along, I think girls should be allowed to wear jeans. And he'd be like, hey, baby, just stop with those silly ideas. And we were all like, oh my God, he's gorgeous. But there was a bit of that, wasn't there? Oh, there was a course. Like, but Jessie she was a toughie as well. We were like, Come on now, Jess. Oh, yeah. The I do think, I do the think frisian. the women tend, they tended to come out on top, albeit they got an awful time during these shows. I yeah. think they, it finished out. It was almost swinging too hard one way or the other. Like there was no no meritocracy in the middle yeah, of it. It was like, that's right, just yeah. go, right, give women shit the whole way through. And then at the end, ha silly men. You know, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just take it hand. Like. S- Slater was, I mean, he was the one I probably would have fancied. Emma, did we discuss Have you seen him? He has not aged at, oh, at yeah, moments. Yeah, no, it's kind of scary. It is it? terrifying. And his best buds, Mario Lopez's best buds with um, Mark Wright these days. What's going on there? Who's Mark Wright? You know your man, I know you are going to get sick into your teacup when I say this, but you know your man off The Only Way is Essex, <laughs> Tom. I'm sorry. Tom, come back. But they're like, but, but he has an age. I brought you scones and you're oh, going to bring up shit like you know The she, Only Way is Essex. Oh, geez, I'm spending all day saying all the kids like, your name is Miss Scone. I'm like, it's Nick Owen. <laughs> Miss Scone. Oh, Good Today Lord. someone asked me if I like jam and I was like, how are you making that question sound like derogatory? Anyway, we're moving on. Um, so you do you like, like jam, miss, do without, you? Without mould. Like Here, miss, do you <laughs> I love how they're all Ronnie Drew. Yeah. <sighs> oh no, I liked up on children, I do. Um, so you like, you watch <laughs> Saved by the Bell. Nice and broad. You probably would have watched like the late late of a Friday. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Any late late that would stick in your uh... screwdriver wielding mind? Only because it keeps on popping back up and up again was the... Um, I remember Dunbelievables because yeah. those were just... Dunbelievables were gods where I grew up mm-hmm. because they were the only show in town um, because they were from near where I was from and it was the characters even all sounded like the people. It yeah. wasn't just... I mean, I know the characters were relatable all around the country but yeah. the characters even sounded like them. Their mannerisms yeah. were like the people and, and a lot of the time if we've found out subsequently that the characters were lifted directly from the people we were thinking of. But I remember them being on on the late late, and th- I probably the first time I ever saw, saw comedy, and just went, "Wait, so you can just do whatever you want? Yeah, uh, so you, you can just do whatever mm. the hell you want." Like, and I remember thinking that that's class, that is absolutely class, and just being given a right to go. 
Because and all of a sudden it would cut straight back to some horrific story about you know how condoms are illegal and stuff like that in Ireland and all the rest. Just of it. I feel you know, yeah I feel like to our inter- international listener we need to just what well, how would you explain the late late show in essence? It's our late show. It is, but it's it's in fairness it's nothing like. What, it's Fallon more, or any of the rest like of it's more, collo- it's more colloquial and um, there'll be some serious issues like it's all fun and games the but we'll also yeah have a the serious the interviews issue. are longer though and it's more magazine really isn't it yeah. yeah 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 like that's it like you will be one minute will be happy 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 then all of a mm. sudden they'll have a horrendous story of an entire family on who all have leprosy like you know what I mean oh, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. the government wouldn't help them you know? That's the key. That's the key. It's always got to have the government won't help you. The government didn't want to touch them. Well, hey, I'll be here all weekend. Um, What's the story with leprosy these days? Is it still on the go? But that's what I'm asking, Emma. You never hear of it anymore. I mean, there was that dose, you know, that time. But, uh, it was talked about a lot in school, the it was, old leprosy, wasn't it? It was made... Stop me, you leper, you. But I wonder... It was always... Like, if, I think the life of Brian kind of made little of it, like, too, mm. yeah. I, I was just about to say, I'd say it was coming from religion. I'd say yeah. when we yeah, were Yeah, because the school. lepers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I couldn't I understand it, why people were turned into... I think leprosy was in the 1600s what AIDS was in the 90s. Yeah, Do you know what okay. I mean? And then it kind That's of just... That's actually a really good analogy. It's good, I know. What do you mean? We're like all a- doctors this evening. <laughs> I don't understand. But, uh, but it was kind of hyped up to be a big kind of deal. Oh, it was the big and deal, then yeah. it was like, bring out your diet. Yeah. Bring out your diet. <laughs> did they ever do that with AIDS? Just rolling it down the street, going, bring out your diet. So, yeah, but, you know, I'm, really I'm reading did. actually Michael Palin. He, he wrote this, um, his latest book is about North Korea. North Korea Journal. It's very oh, wow. good. Yeah, yeah I'll, okay. I'll give it to you when I'm yes, done. Yes, please. Oh, it's great. He's 75 now. He's still a ride, though. There's something still really attractive. Come here, I'm, I'm not, I, I noticed that it is, there is something, animal magnetism goes, with, it has nothing to do with good looks or good yeah. shape. And I saw this and I'm I'm just name dropping here, but I don't give a fuck. When I work, got to work for with a week, uh, for a week with Rick Mail. Oh yeah. I'm Ooh. watching that man walk into a room of, and a room full of people and 90% of them didn't know who he was because they were under the age of, you know, fetus. And they didn't know what he had done for the comedy industry or anything at all. Yeah. But he walked into a room, everybody's head turned and just went, yeah. who the fuck is he? And really? you could see people kind of going, and he, I mean, he was a big man, like he was, but he was carrying a bit of weight, you know, his mm. longish hair, bit undershaven, terribly dressed, didn't give a fuck. Mm. But just, he had this stance. Do you know that stance that says, yeah. I may have to make love to everybody in this room. Big dick energy. That's what the but kids he, are but calling he, but it. But it was, really, but he had it in spades in such a, a charming way, such a fun, charming way. Yeah. There yeah. you go, I'm not even gay, but you know what? I'd give it a go. Yeah. Just, just to see. Just to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to because check. it's Rick Mail. <laughs> just to check. More so. Yay! Exactly. Okay. And <laughs> so we like the late, late of a Friday. Um, any movies? Where would have been your New Year's cinema, cinema now? Clonmel. Clonmel. Clonmel had one, yeah. So it was about 15 miles in the road. 15. Um, 15, yeah. But it wasn't, again, it was so. What were you driving? Yeah. <laughs> <seven year old>? <laughs> <laughs> Once I had those no cushions, time. I was grand. <laughs> I love it. What's that song? They see me rolling, the hidden. Um, Trying to catch me riding dirty. And all the cars were kind of heaps of shite back then. I don't know oh, what it was. Like all cars. It wasn't weird I for a imagine. family to have a, a car that was shite. Yeah. Everybody's car but is kind of goodish now. They all had a hole in the floor. Every car. Yeah. Every 
car you'd watch yeah. the road no. yeah yeah and you'd, oh, Jesus like our cars were either complete shite or we didn't have a car we never went on holiday like we never went you know like Waterford or whatever without the car breaking down the yeah. car always broke down in the rain my dad would be like fucking stressed out of his eyeball bag hanging out of his mouth Keep quiet, mom. When are we gonna go home? You know, asking stupid fucking questions. <laughs> when they get the fucking car started. <laughs> my mom, I wouldn't get out because I'd be too small. But like, we'd all they'd all like my brothers and my mom get out and push. Do like, oh, my yeah. dad. My dad hates cars and hates driving and all the rest of it. But he he'd always end up getting it going. He'd, he'd clean something with a cloth or put water in something. But see, that was what I mean. Well, that's what I'm saying. Back in the day, there wasn't always a man to be calling. But I suppose everyone you needed ha- you to needed know a little bit of And this is the shit, knowledge. like, you're going to school and you're learning all these stupid shite and things. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, shite things. Why isn't there a class for, don't be a fucking idiot for the rest of your life class. Yeah. I'm going to teach you how to fucking wire a plug. I'm going to teach you how to fucking yeah. start a car. I'm going to teach you how to fucking... How to maybe get out of a headlock. You know what I mean? Little things that you're going to yeah. need throughout your life. Like, you know, yeah. how to fucking stitch it's your own cuts. very true. You yeah. know. Stitch your own cuts. Very true. No, no, no. We did say you sound like a doctor at the start, but this has just gone too far. Dr. Death over here in the corner. Stitch your own cuts. It'd be handy though. Um, I know, I, I agree with that though. That, but So who was teaching you or were you just left oh, to figure it out yourself? You, you, you are. You're, le- you're left to figure it out, but the old man was pretty handy. My grandfather, who lived up there, he was very, very handy as well. Yeah. Um, Is this the granddad in all the pics? Yeah, Tom Senior. Ah. Yeah, yeah, he's still gone to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He totally stole my limelight the other day. It was amazing. The first ever time I managed to be in a proper big national newspaper, I had a centre bit in the Sunday Independent, and then three days later, he gets a massive page for himself in the Irish Examiner. I was on Ireland AM. Three days later, there's a woman talking all about my grandfather and how much of a sweetheart he is on Ireland AM. And I'm like, are you he, joking and why me? was he in oh the Because um, this lady, Valerie Cox, she's a journalist and she's writing, she's written this book and I think it's, 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 about, it's called Living with Ireland or something. And it's basically people that are close to being 100 and that okay. and can still tell a good story. And basically... He, um, oh, Mike, of all the stories he could, he started telling the most sweetest story about how, what a, basically what a sweetheart he was to his wife, like, and how sweet he, and sweetie, sweetie. Oh. Come like, on, give us a little something. Oh, the story, oh, it's example. amazing. The story, this is the excerpt from the book. She put it in the examiner and she told it on Ireland AM. And, uh, I could see it, it was the same people that interviewed me and it was like, so Tom O'Mahony, you could see him kind of going, for a split second, your man Delaney was like, hold on, I was just talking to Tom O'Mahony the other day. And it was, oh, basically, that uh, of course, they yes, were warned yeah. off. They warned, he'd been warned off her because she'd be no good because my grandfather bought a garage and he opened up, she'd be no use to you. And all of a sudden, she was the greatest woman that ever walked the earth. And it was this whole story about how they quite literally met at the crossroads after a dance. They hid under a tree for two hours in the rain. Pure, we're talking like, I don't want to wait oh. for my life to, to be, be over. over. Don't like, hate the players. Yeah. Still, still a bit of game, the dog. Of the yeah, edge. yeah. So he was giving all this sweet talk like, and, and everything else and basically just melting everybody around oh him like when he was telling God. these stories. Like, So of course he got the examiner. He got the full page picture and everything. It was like, so basically, it was just rapping about me on my knuckles, basically telling me, "Yeah, you get in the national paper, adorable. I'll get in the national paper." So yeah. Now he's got a, a drove of honeys that follow him <laughs> everywhere he goes. So, so you're all handy in the fam. 
Yeah, yeah. Three learned the bits and bobs. From but it was no a family. Everybody in the neighborhood was handy. You just yeah. had to be like it was the eighties. There was quite literally you could drop down dead if you couldn't sort the shit out yourself. Yeah, like. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you had to be able to just do bits and pieces. None of it was top quality, but you could just about like Emma's dad get the fucking thing down the road and yeah, get sort to of for and a get while. to somebody who yeah. could sort it out. You know what I mean? But yeah. And back to the cinema in Conmel. Yeah. What do, you, what was, do you remember any Crocodile Dundee film? I can remember oh, going to see mean. Crocodile Dundee oh, listen. It was just Tom. you said it, it just I went, think you've taken it too far Tom it just don't, <laughs> Tom you are a brand and I love it I, I needed to help me What did you want I me to say? What did you fuck Powerpuff Girls What Come did you here, want me to what, say? Uh, okay before, in case I forget what's your opinion of Steve Irwin? Oh, the dying? Yeah. Oh, hilarious. Oh, you think hilarious. But I meant as a person, actually. But were you a fan of him? No, not particularly. Like, okay. No, I, too I, much. Too much. There was a guy years ago, he was called the Bush Tucker guy. And he'd be on Sundays oh, about yeah. one o'clock. And Do you remember I the Bush Tucker? And he was just this low-key ex-military guy and who just wandered around the bush. And I remember, I'll never forget, he used to leave his Jeep out in the, the wet season. And the thing would be pissing, like it would just drench with rain and over the top of it. And he'd come back in the dry clean out the carburetors and go right let's start the series and basically like 10 episodes would follow him around with his jeep and he's eating these disgusting things out of trees and everything but so he was more authentic I think he was the real deal okay. yeah and then I can't believe Ray Mears because Ray's going yeah I lived a whole week on mushrooms off the side of a tree and you're like Ray you're, you're 19 stone uh, you're, yeah you know I, I believed you up until this point that you turned sideways Ray Come on now. You can, yeah, you can yeah. almost you know. see the sausage roll on his top. Oh, oh you can. Yeah, oh, you yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, Greg's. Yeah. Sponsored by Greg's. <laughs> yeah. Big head and Ray. Go away, will you? <laughs> You're cutting oh, nobody. God. I know, yeah. It's like when Fred says to me, it's been six weeks since I've had a Supermax and then I'm putting a wash on and it's like you'd swear I'm pulling out like receipts for prostitutes. I'm like, what are all these Supermax napkins doing in every jean pocket? Yeah, that's the, that's the two in the morning thing like driving home, petrol stations, just... That's, I know, it's sponsored uh, by Greg's. I never thought of that. But Tell me, Crocodile Dundee, obviously, seminal moment for you. Oh, I thought it was the bee's knees. A man being able to walk around in public with a fucking 14-inch knife. I thought that, <laughs> this is the dream. Do you wish you were born in Texas? Or, I know, Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. Tipperary is the Texas like, of, of... I was going to say, yeah, yeah, is it, it is. the Texas of Ireland? I think it is the Texas of Ireland. There's, there's, yeah, it, I think it is the Texas of Ireland. It's, there's your play. There you go, it's the Texas play. of Ireland. Yeah, there you yeah. go, that's what we'll do. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Um, but I, d- I don't want to do a one person play do you want to be in the play with me of course yeah. always available okay. what are we going to be the Dublin something I don't know we'll do anything in. honestly yeah, like at this stage you can I'm do accents anyway so it's fine she's oh, great really. the only accent I can do is a Cork one that is it when <laughs> okay. I did, and it's when such I did a far, phone, far removed one from your own when one I already did <laughs> it, when I did it on phoning it in I was literally like everyone on that podcast have you listened to phoning it in great podcast no but everyone on it their accents were unbelievable Believable, and I was like, "Can I do Cork again?" Like, I, well, that was the a, only one they, I could do. I think they probably had like developed characters in their back pocket that they, you know, yeah. they had to. They oh, had no, to have seen the rarely, script before. Rarely show up without music. wise Tom? Oh, I I thought it was really cool. Um, I I remember being given an, a a copy of NWA. Oh, it was stop a copy, it! It was a copy copy of NWA, and I remember thinking I brought it in school. And this, they, I was the co- coolest shit on because we were into rave music like as well in the nineties. Yeah. Obviously, X Works and Petro Motion Jeans. And I remember thinking Josh Wink was the coolest tune that had ever been played, and I still think it is the coolest tune that's ever. What been was played. that one? Do you remember it was um, Higher State of Consciousness? If you hear it, I swear to God, you'll, oh, you'd know it. You'll just be taken straight back to Hotbox in the back of a Corolla where you're all driving around. There's 
fags been smoked. <laughs> you know what I mean? You I know what I'm talking about, like. I think I know the song, yeah. You know it. I'm you sure know I know. It. For, um, Sorry, I'm just choking on a bit of scone there that gonna, I munched down. Em's going to find it there now. I will. And then NWA. Oh, I mean, that yeah. was a game changer, wasn't it? I just, it went, it was, it was almost like contraband that was being handed around yeah. this. Because my very, very first ever, I had to bring my mother to be allowed to buy my first ever album. Because I was only 13 and it was House of Pain's Fine Mall Lyrics. And I was you were a jump around her. Jump around her, yeah. Sorry, what was the name of that song? State? Higher State. Oh, Higher State. Yeah. yeah I just need to hear that. Okay. Yeah, you'll know it the second it was like, and it kicks in then. It yeah. is still a banging tune. Like. Oh, yeah. I think I know this one. Because um, I'm on I'm on with Orla Feeney. She's a DJ on. Um, I went to yeah. school with Orla. You did not. I did. When are you on with Orla? Uh, I, she's talking about the next couple of weeks, all right. Because I, I was, I was her acting coach in a thing really? one time. Yeah, she's a fantastic actor. Now, oh, back co- in the Corolla. Come Everybody's on. smoking fangs. You know what I'm talking about that now. That is a great <laughs> tune. Isn't... I can't believe there's actually a video. That's the only thing that shocks me. What's I'm actually shocked too. Like? I didn't realise there was a video either. Original video here. Huh? How many How many thoughts? Is, how much is this bringing that back? That is a Josh tune. Josh higher st- Put that on first thing in the morning if you have to be up early for something. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, smoking. Nail Here comes the best bit. Um, here comes the best bit. Oh. This is up there with Robert Robert Miles' children. Oh, that's yeah. Oh. Ooh, ooh, oh ooh. my God! Brilliant. Ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah, I wish yeah. I brought a fucking yeah. whistle. I wish I brought a whistle. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's your whistle, Tom. <laughs> Look ooh, at us ooh. all being that's sixteen deadly. again in our heads. It's a oh. tune and a half, isn't it? That's deadly. I'm going to listen to that tomorrow. Yeah. So Put it on first thing in the morning. I swear song. to God, it gets you it, every single time. It gets you. Would you still listen to it in the morning? Tom? If, if, well, yeah, with a child now. <laughs> but I still do. In fairness, he's not a, he's not adverse to noises or whatever. But I actually put it on only a week ago. I put it on. I was absolutely wrecked, yes. and I put it on the second night of Caveman. Not the first night. The first night I could not even look at people. I just was so yeah. nervous. Mm. But the second night, I put that on in the watch McCullough, and it just. I was 16 again cruising oh, yeah. around in crawlers smoking figs and giants um, that is a deadly isn't it oh Tom it'll be in everybody's head listen to that now that it'll be in everybody's head and then because oh. straight out of Compton I was obsessed with that tune oh stop I, but then of course MTV was the shit at the time too yeah, so you're watching course. everything on, you're watching like Beavis and Butthead you're watching that on Saturday nights but you're watching all the news that's coming up on MTV because that was where you got all your yeah, popular yeah, yeah. culture oh, I mean I wasn't so. into magazines or stuff like so that's where you got so anything was mentioned about NWA like oh my god they're talking about EZ and then did you watch the film straight out of Compton yeah 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 it's creepy how much he looks like his father isn't it yeah it's quite creepy yeah. isn't it yeah, yeah, oh yeah. they're like absolute doubles aren't yeah, doubles no, yeah it's, it's, it's quite frightening so and yeah I mean it was it was brilliant it was. A, I, I mean, it could be much longer, as far as I was concerned. Like, but and yeah. then I went. I went into that hole. I went down that rabbit hole with the whole like conspiracy. Oh, Biggie and Tupac yeah. and Easy E and, and all Easy E. Yeah, you know, about him being. Um, what's the name of the guy? The you know the guy we talked about with the Tupac Shakur. Suge Knight. Suge Knight. Yeah. and that you know that conspiracy theory that he, that he, he guy maids. Yeah, gave yeah, maids. yeah. We're gonna have to mention AIDS in the in the, in the show notes because it just was, keeps coming what up. Was, what was that? It just keeps Team America. Up. Do you remember that AIDS? 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 You know what? I was just talking the other day about Team America. Was so much. It was far superior to the interview. Do you remember the interview 
was the really controversial one. Well, um, sorry, I missed what you were Kim, talking about. Kim Young Un. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were kind of putting the interview in the same bracket as Team America, but Team America was just far superior, really. Well, it was Kim. It was the old fellow, wasn't it? It was Kim Jong Un. Yeah, it was the dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so Ronry, so Ronry. <laughs> Such I mean, a racism and everything in the middle of this. Great. Initially, it is funny it's in the interview all. when it's like uh, Katie, he's the massive Katie Perry fan. Oh, I'm a firework. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh. Stop, eat your mouth for mold. This one over here. <laughs> that, I never would have taken you as a do- an NWA head. That's fascinating, yeah. Tom. Yeah, I, I just thought it was. I thought it was so cool because yeah. these people were saying things. I had nothing mm. to relate to them. Yeah, I mean, sure these were black chaps living in Compton. I'm sure they yeah. were driving at seven as well. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. small weed every day. Do you ever, at any point, do you ever think? Do you, do you ever think about what? Because the random shit as comedians we think about. You know, you're mm. just sitting there, and all of a sudden you go, "God, I wonder what somebody in Oslo is drinking right now." You know, just random yeah. things. Mm. Just do you think people somewhere as far flung as say Compton? is sitting there smoking a blunt or drinking a 40 stereotypically mm. and thinking I wonder what it's like to pull a cow's tit do you know what I mean <laughs> do you know mm. or what it's like to I wonder what Dublin's like in the winter do you know did, yeah does their curiosity go that far because I think that's a, well I think it's just a real Irishy thing it's like think, are you thinking yeah. about us are, are you all thinking about I us I think it's yeah. an Irish thing because we're on a little island and we're surrounded we're over by here. We're class. people I think I mean, I had some American pen pals when I was a kid, and Did they were you? pretty. Did you? They were pretty. Is this David Schwimmer? <laughs> 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 These were all prisoners you were writing to, weren't they? <laughs> well, they didn't do it, Tom. There was snake bite, and no, uh, <laughs> there, <laughs> there was a few. There was a few the American was, pen pals. There was this pen pal thing in school. Do you, mm. you used to not have this. Well, yeah, we went around, but I wouldn't be caught dead, right? Ah, no, no. I'd, the I'd, girls I'd, all were into it. It yeah, was like yeah. it's like when I moved to to Dublin first. I was still blown away that men played hockey. No, <laughs> Didn't know. Tom. Okay, 15 minutes, 15 minutes, Jamie. I know, I We'll know. have to cut that one out um, as well. I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, I, I've talked to people recently where they're like, oh, I, I didn't know men played hockey. Like that. Oh, Only yeah. the girls played hockey into it. Yeah, no, it's yeah. true. Well, I have to say, I it would know quite a few girls play hockey. Prod- oh, it was Protestants. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah but it's yeah. still kind of fairly Protestant-y, isn't it? Well, I, they played it in my school. My f- Do you go to a Protestant school? No, not at all. Right. Santa Marie, Ballyround, Big Up. Peace out, everybody. Love you. Love yeah, you Natasha respect. was trying to convince me that she didn't go to a party school. She goes, no, it was multi-denomination. Because obviously I went there and the next thing I was like, and what? every morning they sang the, the most ridiculously British hymns. Oh, no. You know, it was like, oh, right. All things bright and oh. beautiful. She goes, is that uh, not? Goes, no, it's not. She yeah. goes, oh. Right, but there, I think there is a bit of a crossover at some churches. I've been because I love a good, a good funny mass to go mm. to every so oh, often. Yeah, nice. Like, and there's, there's a, I've been to a few. Like, there's a, our friend Charlotte who'd be quite, she'd be quite religious, but her church used to be a Church of Ireland, and it's kept all the same traditions. Afterwards, everybody bakes cakes and, and like scones. The music is great, mm. and I the love music the baking is top, element. The baking yeah. and the it's baking a real community afterwards. Great. And a, some people bring a guitar and they all sing a couple of old normal songs and you can shag off you want but then there's people just making coffee and tea. It does feel less formalised doesn't it? Yeah but there seems something. to be a purpose to it because like we went to a mass there recently and I was like Jesus even the priest doesn't want to be here. 
Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, like, I mean, this is no it's, crack at all. In comparison to like the, because the Reverend in Dingle, you know, St. James's Church, yeah. they have other voices. Like, I used to work in this record shop, like, always when I was younger in Dingle. But the Reverend was like really into his tunes. He'd come in, he'd buy a load yeah. of CDs. Mm. Like, in comparison to like the cats, like, the last mass I went to was just depressing. Like, the priest was like, one of the priests was like in his 90s. He was doing the, what you call the bit with the communion? What you call that? Where they're getting everything ready. Oh, something Eucharist, yeah, 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 yeah. something Eucharisty, and at one, he actually said, "Oh, this is very confusing." I'm oh, like, geez. "Come on, like, mm. like if you're saying that at this stage, you're in your nineties. The other priest got up, immaterialized. Father Tony appeared, and he was like, "I'm just here to basically tell you guys that I have to move parish, and I don't know what, don't want to move parish, but that's the way things are." And you're like, oh, God, this is just grim on so many levels. Yeah, the Protestant thing, it just seems to be a lot more like garden parties. Just take sales. Yeah, until you get to Northern Ireland. Like, you know, and that's oh, yeah. you know, a different vibe. Well, a lot, it does seem to end in tragedy, but th- that's because most of my experience of that is from watching Midsummer Murder. Yeah. And that's that that very true. The first time I properly, we went to uh, uh, Friends of Natasha over to England. They were back from America and they were said, would you all come see us? Now, most people, if we're going, we're having a, a hello party, we're home for a week, we'll all meet in a pub. This crowd had rented a 600-acre manor, and we rocked up to it or whatever. But uh, oh we took, we got into the airport, got the car, and we, I said, you know, we've got bags of time. We've got nearly a day and a half to get to them, and mm-hmm. it was only like 40 miles away. I said, let's take all the country roads, and they were the most gorgeous country roads, the most British-looking. And we pulled into this one village, and there was a fate going on. Oh, that word, yes. It was just... We went, we just immediately were just drawn to it. Everybody was in like linen shirts and trousers, wow. and, and everybody's called George and Madra. It was essentially dorky, is what it was. Yes. You know what I mean? But it was just it actually you could see the attraction to it. You're like, this is so wholesome. Um, you yeah. could see. Look, we all love a pims. Yeah, and that was the, my first time ever having a pims. Was later, like, but when we did, we finally went to this party or whatever. It was hilarious. The backwardness of somebody out. Like we're talking, there's Irish over there. You could hear it. Oh. Yeah, and I mean, oh. needless to say, I was ramping it up. Oh, we have to get, vacate the building. Yeah, Paddy's, too many scones have been had. Paddy heard we were talking about Protestants again, Paddy! and it has we're to finishing. stop. But it's just kind of an obsession of ours. <laughs> oh no, I understand. Yeah, yeah, that's the only reason why I came in. I no. knew you were um, into it. My dad's obsessed with Protestants. Yeah, is he? Yeah, yeah. But well, he always used to ask me if I'd say like, "Oh, you know, I met this like in college. I met this girl, whatever." He'd be like, "What's her second name?" He just wanted to know the second name. Did he want to get in in with the Protestants or did he not want to to mingle with them? He didn't want to mingle. Well, he just wanted to know who they were. All right. Do you know what I mean? And what if he said like Shafir and they turned out to be Jewish? What way would he be about that? All right about Jewish. Load it. No, that's fine because they're completely different. (laughs) They get your job in the movie industry. Yeah. I think the thing with Protestants is Protestants are too like us. Yeah. Are you, you saying know, like they're like, shapeshifters like they can just yeah, move in time there's, with their... there's kind of a changing element <laughs> yeah. it's like they're too like us I think he just likes to know where they Hard are what, you, so you Hard would you spot. prefer maybe maybe a name tag or, or just an emblem we could put on maybe we could t- tattoo them <laughs> on that note and send them all off to one camp I'm just saying I'm, I'm only going on what you're saying I've nothing I've nothing against bear. Protestants I love Protestant people oh my just saying you say you gave out that they look too much like it us it is funny you know when somebody announces themselves <laughs> as a Protestant and you're like oh that's grand and you just go really high pitched yeah. you're like oh I didn't know you 
sure about, but it's completely I'll fine. You, and I know PS, a girl. I don't believe Mary was a virgin either. So I'm probably. I know, know I'm somebody. I, I know somebody who's. This is a this is a weird one. I know somebody who switched to Protestantism in school, secondary school, to get the bus for free to school. As a Protestant, you're a minority, and you get the bus for free. There you are now. That's a very good reason, One, though. Oh, yeah, but she's a very crafty lady herself. Jeez. She's a highly successful engineering firm. I was going to say, this woman yeah. I see oh, is running streets the world ahead of the, Oh, streets ahead of her. She owns power stations and everything. The same lady. She's unbelievable. Christ. Yeah. Wouldn't think twice about getting a free bus pass just by changing religion. That is fucking gas. How Isn't old it? was she when she did that? 16. So a bit of a Greta. Oh yeah, 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 and not, 16. but much more charming than Greta. Not half as terrifying okay, so, as Greta. So far, we've <laughs> okay. Fifty-six minutes, Jamie. Remove the <laughs> reference to Greta. I repeat, remove the reference to Greta. Not a Greta fan, right? To she, be just oh, she terrifies me. Jesus Christ! <laughs> we have to finish. Unfortunately, we should have. You should have booked the studio for four hours. Okay, Tom, um, tell Tom. us where people can find you, and then tell us. About the plays, Bob. All, and the podcast. All social platforms, Tom O'Mahony Comedy will find it. O'Mahony without the E before the Y because people like to stick it in there for some reason. The podcast is called Buckshot. You've both been on it. Fantastic because um, you're, two of my, you're two of my favourite so people. And it's easily, anything, it's easily, just type in, type in, type in Tom O'Mahony. You'll either get me or my grandfather. And he doesn't have his own podcast anymore. So, you know, he got thrown <laughs> off. <laughs> Because he's busy with the ladies. With the Did ladies. you mention the play? Def- yeah, so Defending the Caveman is the name of the, the one-man play that's touring the country. So I pretty much am coming to a town fairly near most people. Like, okay. Um, Don't so, let that unnerve you. Yeah, no, and I will, like, when I say a town near you, I will be outside It'll your be window. Announced. I'll be outside your window. But yeah, tune into Buckshot. I keep people updated with that. Tom, yeah, thank you so much for coming. Thank you we so much you for so having me. We'll it's only the scones. It's only the scones, isn't it? We'll definitely have you back. Okay, thank you, Tom. Bye-bye. Thanks. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details